0: guys welcome back to launch a girl so good to be here with you my audio might sound a little different today I'm podcasting on the go and I just spent a couple days with my coach I flew out to Houston Texas and it's been an incredible incredible couple days my head is still spinning and I'm sitting in so much gratitude excitement and so much energy it was additional validation in spending time with her that the things closest to us are our biggest strengths. They're what people need, but they're also not the things that we actually see. And although I've been working with her for the last year, we really uncovered, and discovered some just new, amazing things. Again, things that have been right in front of me the whole time and things that are so obvious. So I want to encourage you, if you aren't working with a mentor or coach, this is probably one of the most valuable things that a coach can do for you, is like pulling the things that are way too close to you and shining a big fat light on them. So I just wanted to put that out there in just what I'm sitting in right now and just like pure amazement. So that is not what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about this idea of self-care. This has been coming up a lot. It's also been coming up on Some previous conversations with Amber that we just had, and really this idea of self-care, I think it's a huge buzzword. I see it get tossed around a lot. And although self-care is going to look and feel a little bit different for everybody, there is some foundational principles, I think, that we need to install in order to really take care of ourselves. Let me sort of frame this with the why. I think if we were to sit with this idea of self-care and why, and the fact that it's so important and it's like in order to prioritize, you know, the other th- important things in your life, it's really important to put your needs above all others. And for the longest time, somebody told me that motherhood was putting everybody else's needs above mine. It's like basically putting my kids' needs above mine and that stuck with me. I operated accordingly. And so what happened was I saw my kids' needs as top priority and I stopped doing the things I needed to do for myself. This simply meant like I stopped exercising. I stopped eating well. I stopped really doing things that lit me up. I stopped like making time for friends, stopped discovering my passions and hobbies. And this like slowly unfolded into a really incredible nightmare, if I'm honest. And there came a point that I was so depleted. I had no energy. I was running literally on an empty tank. I was irritable. I was frustrated. I felt so energetically spent that I just had nothing left to give anymore. And so this idea of putting everybody else's needs above my own actually like totally caught up with me in the worst way. And I started to understand this idea of self-care especially as a mother and explore what this really meant and how to implement it in my own life. And you know, people say frequently, like self-care is like bodies and your nails and, you know, these like little tangible material things. And while that is fun and those are important things, there's a foundational principle of self-care, which is really taking care of mind, body, spirit in a very holistic way. And we have to look at it in that way because I think what happens is people get into this trap of like, well, I'm exercising, like I'm taking care of myself, but yet they're not feeding their mind. They're not putting the right nutrients in their body and they're not having any sort of spiritual connection, whatever that looks like. And I don't really want to get into the details here of like God, universe, or source. This is really just having a spiritual realm in your life. This is one of the things that I missed for a really long time. I didn't have any sort of spiritual component to my life, and I realized that it was a huge gap. So when we look at self-care, it's really comprehensive and in these three components, mind, body, and soul. And I think it's really, really important to look at it that way because we're really trying to round out how we're caring for ourselves as humans. And what this looks like in the day to day is just protecting space and time to give ourselves the permission to feed our mind, body, soul. So this could simply be like, if we were to look at the body component, this is really like keeping it well, as far as like the nutrients that you're putting in your body and also moving your body, right? This is like, doesn't have to be full on like, head gym workouts, but I would encourage you to uh, sustain at least a 30-minute movement, whether that's walking, running, strength training, whatever that looks like. like. Don't overcomplicate it, but we do have to move our bodies. And I'm not a n- nutritionist or a health coach by any means, but what I have learned as a cyclical dieter, as a cyclical exerciser, and also major, major body disorder history, I have learned that one of the most important things I could do for myself is really pay attention to how I respond to certain foods that I eat and really honor that. And whatever goes into your body, it's going to affect how you feel about yourself, how you are showing up, and really the clarity or lack thereof that you're experiencing. I've done a lot of study on this concept that your gut is directly connected to your brain and whatever you decide to eat or drink is going to have a direct impact on your brain. So when we think about really nurturing the body, taking care of it, you know, especially even let's talk about the resting component. Are you sleeping enough? Are you going to bed on time? Are you waking up at a decent hour? Like, These are basic skills and practices that humans need to implement. But yet it is very, very overlooked and dismissed as critical. But I'm telling you guys, as someone that has been studying high performers and also really stepping into being a high performer, these things are some of the most important things that we can do for ourselves. So that is the body component. In summary, we're really paying attention to what we're eating. We're moving our body every day. At least for 30 minutes, we're sleeping well and we're really paying attention to how we feel in the day, right? After eating, after exercising, and of course, not to mention staying hydrated. The mind part is really fun because it goes beyond this idea of, well, eating the right nutrients is going to sustain you from a mental perspective, but also like really, really honoring what is going into your mind. What are you feeding your mind? This is really paying attention to what you're consuming. So the news, you know, scrolling Facebook, different books or what have you, and and really leaning in to the things that will feed you or feed your mind positively. My therapist has been working with us for a while around this idea of like really condensing the time that we're listening or consuming any knowledge information that isn't really aligned with how we want to feel and it doesn't have an immediate impact and this is why people don't consider this as a critical component but if you notice people that are watching the news especially lately or even people that are scrolling social all the time it is causing anxiety it's causing frustration anger hopelessness, but it's so progressive and slow that it's really hard for people to notice. But as soon as you detach, even for a day or two, you'll start to really notice how you feel differently. So we do have to be really monitoring what we're feeding our mind from an information perspective, but also like who are you hanging out with? What are the types of things that they're saying? How are they lifting you up? How do they treat you? What's their perspective on life? We really have to align ourselves with the people that have similar values and that um, are really working to Um, have a big life, right? Like you. So uh, the mind component is so important. And really, we really have to honor the things that are going in there and really paying attention to the things and people that are shaping our minds and then I talked a little bit about the spiritual component but again this is something that I think a lot of people have to go on a journey to discover if they haven't already but this is a component that a lot of people are missing and don't know it but this is really having some sort of spiritual connection spiritual ritual in your life um, to have sort of this connection to a bigger power and like I said, for the longest time, this was something that I was missing in my life that I had no idea. And since I've been on my own spiritual journey, it has completely changed my life. I have more peace. I have a sense of calm. I've really been able to connect in such a bigger way with source and also just show up. For others and myself in such a different way so when we think about self-care again it's like when people say I'm doing spa days and like I gotta take time for myself part of this is again holistically mind body soul but giving yourself that time and space to really learn and discover who you are and what lights you up and what happens is people don't know those components of themselves, because they don't have the clarity, they don't feel well, they're energetically low, they don't have the connection to higher power, they don't have this holistic care for themselves, and so when people are like, "Well, you know, I just need to start like making more time for the gym, or I just need to make more time for my friends, yes, but at the ground level, you need to really start learning yourself, you really need to start exploring yourself and really know, no." thyself. And part of that, really the underlying driving force of that is really making making sure you're holistically well. And I think this is such a different take on self-care. And you might be like, oh, my gosh, Kinsey, you're crazy. This is like so out there. But I really just encourage you to take a second look at how you are nurturing your mind, body and soul, the people in your life, the things in your life, how it's impacting you from an energetic perspective, but also a mental perspective and how you might be able to make tweaks in that. Because if we really start to carve out this space to really show up in such a bigger way, it does require us to do different things. So I just want to invite you to prioritize yourself in a way that really enables you to get the clarity, the energy, and the connection that you are meant to have. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this wasn't too out there. This was sort of a whim topic that I was thinking about. Like I said, I'm traveling and I went to the gym and the gym here is super small and tiny and there's nothing, there's nothing in it. And I almost walked away, but I was like, I, this is just part of my routine is making sure I get that movement. And it's become so ingrained in me, but it took some time. But after I exercise, again, I had this like boost of clarity, this boost of just energy that I want to continue to sustain and maintain. And I think this is what people are missing just generally in feeling really freaking good. (laughs) So I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you wouldn't mind, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me on Insta at Kinsey Mackis and let me know if you love this episode. All right. See you next time. If you liked what you heard today and want to continue the conversation, join us in the Facebook community. Just go to launchitgirlpodcast.com. Can't wait to see you in there.